Yo, I'm Julian on the Breno and a review of The Last Jewel, one of the year's most controversial films. And oh my God, I've seen a raft every night, I think, of the week I saw a new film that I thought the critics were wrong about because I thought it was much better than the critics did. Normally, I watch all these films and think it's much worse. Um, Ridley Scott is a director I think, I, I, I love his appreciation of cinema, but I think that he has really struggled on a writing and screenplay level with a lot of acclaimed films that I thought were a bit... I mean, I love Blade Runner, but I wouldn't say that the screenplay was particularly well done. I think it has become a de facto classic. Um, in recent times, since basically Gladiator, there have been very many ups and downs, but much more downs than ups. I mean, 1492, remember that? Remember White Squall? Remember G.I. Jane? That was awful. Uh, Black Hawk Down was the kind of film where he gets it right-ish, but it still failed on a writing level. It was just his production design and everything have always been fantastic. But I think in, in the sort of last 15 years, he's become a real sort of... Um, he's, he's going for the art house jugular a lot more, and he's produced some really interesting films. Um... The Counselor, I think, is a, a lost potential classic. I think that that film, completely unintelligible as it is, it's got such good writing and such good performances that I think that there is an edit waiting somewhere for that someone to come along and re-edit that film. And All the Money in the World, I actually really like that film. I thought that was a, a really interesting story. He seems to be pushing the money uh, out there and how Gucci has become, you know, this um, core celeb of... of ultimate cheese um that has um again it's 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 sort of polarized people but the last jewel nothing more than that and god was i surprised by this film i was expecting his what was his film that he did right at the um start of the century kingdom of heaven kingdom of heaven is a film that people will tell you the director's cut is a lot better do not believe this it's terrible um, a historical epic. He's um, very, very famous for Gladiator. Um, followed it up with that, and it was a dire film. And everyone said, "Oh, but you watched the director's cut." No, it's 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 really. I watched the director's cut only, and I was genuinely shocked, thinking how bad must the original have been. But he's um, his film this year, the historical drama, The Last Duel, based on the book The Last Duel, a true story of trial by combat in medieval France by Eric Jagger. Um, bombed at the box office, $100 million budget, did about $30 million at the box office. I went in expecting Kingdom of Heaven, and I got the most complex and challenging Ridley Scott film I've ever seen. Um, I didn't know anything about it. I just thought it would be this torpid, turgid, um, you know, sword and sorcery, King Arthur-style movie. But what I got was something really, really interesting. Um, and the fact that it's been talked about as this, you know, Me Too movement film does not do it justice. It's much more than that. So basically, it is a verbatim true story. I've read up on the actual story um, of the... Let's have a look at the names. Uh, so Jean de Carouge... And his rival and one-time friend, Jacques Legree. So, so John de Carouge, played by Matt Damon. We're back in the 1300s in France when France was warring with England. 
And I think it was King Henry IV was in power in France. He was a bit mad. uh, Mad enough at one point that he uh, reacted to a violent noise in his carriage by chasing one of his closest friends. And um, doing so in such a violent manner, he murdered several of his aides and was found hours later in the wilderness running around screaming. So he was, um, yeah, he was a touchy fellow. And um, Ad- Matt Damon plays Sir John de Cruz, who's this knight uh, who is a battle-hardy guy, a hothead, and has been in the court of France but fallen out of favour due to um, pissing off very powerful people. Not for good reasons. He's uh, just a hothead and he sues everyone. And He ends up marrying the Jodie Corner character Marguerite de Carouge, uh, who's got a different surname at the start whose father had sided with the British against the French on a couple of occasions. So his name was Mud, and he wanted to wed her to this esteemed knight. At the same time, this esteemed knight had fallen out of favour with the court, uh, led by Count Pierre Delacon, uh, played by Ben Affleck. And his friend at the time, Adam Driver's Jacques Legree, um, started getting more and more favours from the court of France and that really sort of set off jealousy and everything came to a head when um, the Matt Damon character goes off to Paris to get paid for yet another conflict, comes home to find his wife, Jodie Corner, telling him that Adam Driver's turned up and when no one else was home in this castle, had raped her. And this was a really unusual set of circumstances in the 1300s because... It, it, it rape was made illegal in marriage in the 1970s. You can imagine how frequent it occurred in the 1300s without anybody getting punished for it. So a, a nobleman like the Adam Driver character being accused by a woman of raping her was, you know, almost unheard of. It was an incredible thing. Um, so... The thing that really shocked me, because I didn't read up on this movie before I saw it, was the fact that it is done Rashomon style. So you get three acts. You get the Matt Damon act first, and you get his view of events, his marriage to the Jodie Cormer character, and how their marriage goes, and how the relationship with Adam Driver goes, with Adam Driver undermining him at every step, and then raping his wife. Then you get the Adam Driver side of the story, which shows the Matt Damon character to be a, a dangerous hothead who has um, done things that have caused him to fall out of favour. Not that, you know, it was down to favouritism, but he was a dangerous guy to have around because he just screws things up because he's such a hothead. And that the Jodie Corner character was coming on to Adam Driver and wanted what happened. And then finally you get the Jodie Corner side of things where she paints the picture that is the one that the film is is saying is verbatim i love this film um there are lots of things about it i didn't expect for a start it doesn't make out everyone to be good or bad it shows lots of different facets to the people involved um the adam driver character is shown to be uh, you know hugely intelligent capable and likable charming individual um and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make Matt Damon's character out to be a good man. Um, but one thing I really liked about it is the uh, the the idea of consent. It it showcases this 
tenuous line between consent in marriage and outside of marriage, um, where the Honourable Matt Damon character is really pushing the boundaries on what could be considered similar behaviour to Adam Driver, and the whole notion of the possession of women being the deciding factor. Um, I, I like that the most about it, the fact that it didn't make out the demons to be demons, it made everyone out to be virtually the same, um, and the fact that it actually used the idea that um, the the more heroic side of things could be the more problematic characters in other ways, and the the villain can be a, a more heroic character in many ways. And I really like that about the film. I thought it was had so much grist to the mill, so much to think about. Um, I think the the thing that really thrilled me about this film is the fact that it is so verbatim. It is a truthful account. It's, this was one of the biggest events to happen in France that year. Uh, when Matt Damon couldn't get a fair hearing in the court in France because his opponent, Legree, the um, Adam Driver character, basically had all of the high-powered people looking after him. He went straight to the king and asked for what is recorded as the last duel, even though there are variants of duels that happened after where the court then tried the case and couldn't decide what the truth was. So they let it up to God. So God was deciding what the case, what the verdict was. Did uh, the Adam Driver character rape the wife of another nobleman? And God will decide on combat. And France, Paris went nuts over this. There was like tens of thousands of people in the street. And we know all of this because it was one of the most documented acts that happened. Um, it was uh, documented by the lawyers of the people involved and it was documented by historians. Even the duel itself, which I found exhilarating and terrifying because um, the Jodie Corner character is, is warned that if Matt Damon loses a duel, she will be deemed a liar, he will be dead and she will be burnt to death that moment. They have the funeral pyre waiting for her. It's terrifying. But even the fight itself is from recorded history. It's one of the most incredulous, unbelievable, actually true stories I've ever seen. But I really liked it. It's bloated. It's repetitive uh, a bit. And uh, it over-eggs itself a bit. But there are lots of really complex, ambitious things going on here. Um, this isn't a film like Gladiator. Of course it bombed at the box office. It was never going to do anything else. This is much closer in tone to something like The Green Knight, an art house film from this year, than it is to Gladiator. It's got nothing in common. Um, I really like the three-act strategy. I thought Matt Damon was excellent. I thought he was a bit rubbish at first, but when you see them change, when each new character gets to tell their version of the story, I thought that was a real high point. Jodie Corner probably had it hardest because she had to be filtered through two men's views of her, uh, where she was often quite supplicant and then only got her way at the end. Um, Adam Driver is magnificent here. He is so good. Uh, and I thought that um, Ben Affleck, who I thought F-bombed his way into a cringeable opening couple of minutes, ends up being this really loquacious, interesting character. So I found the whole world fascinating. I found the story really relevant and interesting and the fact that it was all true like literally true, is mind-blowing. And I found the um, the build-up to the duel and the duel itself to be 
frankly, a, a, a terrifying spectacle. So I thought it was a really interesting, relevant film. The opposite kind of film to Kingdom of Heaven, where you've got Orlando Bloom sort of being this messianic figure. This was adult stuff. This was pulling no punches. It is too long. It's too repetitive. But it often looks amazing. And the themes are incredible. And the acting from Jodie Cormer, Ben Affleck, Adam Driver and Matt Damon, I thought was wonderful. Um, so, yeah, I'm not surprised it bombed. You know, the mass audience isn't going to go and see something this difficult for a start. But this is one of the best films of the year. So I'm going to give The Last Duel eight and a half out of ten a high point in Ridley Scott's filmography.